Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Hello, everybody. This is Chris Hoyt with Career Crossroads. I have my business partner, Jerry Partner, uh, on the line with me today. Jerry, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm wonderful, partner. <laughs> Life is so good. Topic we're gonna, topic we're going to talk about today, quick broadcast, because we've got a little special something uh, that a handful of folks in the space have been working on, and something that I think's actually been boiling up for a, a number of months, if not at least a year with us, yeah. uh, is, is the announcement of uh, the new CXR Foundation, a nonprofit uh, that has just been formed and established. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess I've got I've got you on the line today because I just thought it would be interesting for us to talk a little bit about uh, why why this and why this now, and share that with everybody so where our headspace is at. So I guess my first question to you, Jerry, is like, what? Why on earth did we form a nonprofit? <laughs> I think a nonprofit has a different kind of mission. And, and the mission is not just to make money. It has to be a business in the sense that it has to pay for itself. But its goal is not to make the owners rich. Um, and there's a transparency around nonprofits from a public point of view that kind of helps that along. But I do think the attitude has to be there as well. And I do think that we've been talking about and doing things for, for the space, for the industry, for many years. I mean, just because. And, and we've been very fortunate and very privileged to be able to have the kind of wherewithal to spend time to try to help others, you know, within our space and to bring people together. And I think we recognize that our success has been about a community that's a part of our industry, which is the, the practitioners in very large companies. But what's left out in part because of our business model is the ability to bring literally everybody in our space, vendors, consultants, uh, you know, service suppliers, practitioners together to solve common problems for our industry that, that we believe you know, are, are part of the challenge that make this um, not just a profession, but, but a place that we're proud of. Um, and I think there's enough people in our space who want to work together to work on problems bigger than themselves, bigger than their employer. Um, and I think this gives us the platform to be able to, to accomplish that. At least that's, that's my aspiration. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And I think we've we've already sort of been doing some stuff. Uh, you know, we were just talking about this the other day, like this sort of uh, goes hand in hand along, along lines with the work we were doing in local communities, right? With the CXR CARES efforts. Without a doubt. I think a, um, a, a foundation, if you will, a nonprofit that's focused in on our, should be at a varying level. So our ability to go into a different community that and help our members realize that this is kind of a every community is unique. It has a special set of issues. We tend to look only at those people that we're trying to hire, but the fact is there are people who might eventually become hireable that we should maybe be adding some value to, people who have disabilities, people who may have had some hard times. 
and that fundamentally can come back into the workforce. And I think that's part of how we have to give back in total. And so that's at one level. Another level, we want to be able to encourage recruiters to think beyond putting a body in a seat and that fundamentally they have a responsibility in the, in the community to, to kind of engage and, and kind of provide help to those people looking for jobs, even if you're, you're not going to go forward with them. So there's, there are those issues. And then of course, you know, we, we got involved with recruiters, recruiting recruiters in this pan, time of pandemic. And that's another level of trying to, you know, give back to our own in helping them uh, come to grips with some of the issues they have to face in either upskilling themselves so that they can become, they can get back to work as recruiters at an, at potentially at a new level. So these are some of the things, and I think we can go even beyond that. Yeah, I mean, are we are we poised? Um, and I'm asking you for interview sake because I kind of know the answer to this, obviously. But are we, are we poised? Are we poised to do things other than a fun cooking show, other than you know recruiters recruiting recruiters, other than the interview project that's underway? Like, are, are we poised to do something from a a standards or a publication standpoint with the the foundation? Is is that also yes? <laughs> what a great setup, Chris. Um, yeah, I think. I think we've all been moved a lot by, you know, what's happening in this pandemic in terms of the kind of thinking that we have to go forward with if we're going to move the needle on how to build a 21st century recruiting process. It's not just what we're willing to take risks on in our own company. It's how are we actually willing to promote um, standards uh, or positive practices that that essentially uh, companies are reluctant to engage in at this point unless perhaps we're pushing the hell out of our entire industry to move in that direction and that takes all of us that would take literally you know a hundred of some of the top TA leaders some of the top vendors in our space, some of the top consultants in our space to come together and say things like, we need to fix the systemic problems uh, in bias within our hiring process that still exists. And when I call them, when I talk about systemic, I don't, I don't mean just trying to figure out whether an individual is um, uh, dealing with unconscious bias. That's, a, that's an individual problem that, a, that, a, that we recognize and that, that is involved with some training, et cetera, and, and those kinds of things. What I, what I do mean is why aren't, we, why aren't we empowering recruiters who are required to develop a diverse slate with a button that allows them to immediately know as a job is opened what the what the disparity is uh, for for underrepresented groups for that job why don't we give that data to the to the recruiter and hold them accountable to starting to engage the hiring manager about just how diverse the slate must be in order for us to start making a shift in that in that underrepresented group in their in their particular area, and then <laughs> and then, if I'm putting together a, a pool of a hundred people, 
half of half of the Fortune 500 won't give me as the recruiter the capability to understand the diversity of that pool. When when a lot of that data is available, um, and and certainly can be inferred and discoverable. And, and obviously there's different points of view about that. Well, I think we should come to a common agreement that if we're gonna move the needle, we need to do a little bit better than just having a lot of different kinds of opinions about this. We need to form a point of view about what is the most appropriate practice to help us move the needle from a diversity and inclusion point of view. And then we need to be able to tell people and step up with our names, our companies, et cetera, around that. And I think that's one example. Pay disparity is another example. Some of the network approaches that give the privilege much more of a weight in terms of getting a job than those who are not so privileged. Um, and a lot of those things are embedded in our hiring process. So if we're going to get fairness built into our hiring process to the point where the public could see that and kind of respect our profession for what we know it to be or what it can be, then I think it's time to do this. Yeah, I think it'd be nice for us to influence uh, <laughs> specifically on the topic of diverse slates. I think it's be nice to influence a standard get a communication out there and a shift in the industry that goes a little bit further than encouraging or not and, encouraging. And it's not going to be done because you and I think it should be done. It's right. going to be done if we can get like-minded folks together who represent enough influence in the space to be able to push that out, whether it be a, a, you know, an, a set of articles or whether it be yep. a set of trainings or whether it be you know to encourage um that we we make this available and transparent to the industry itself through some kind of publication well and you're talking about we've already got about 80 employers and uh solution providers or vendors or consultants in the space on board right uh so right out of the gate i'm, I'm pretty mm -hmm. excited but jerry let me ask you um is the cxr foundation uh in any way some sort of competitive element uh to other organizations like the Association for Talent Acquisition Professionals for ATAP. Well, as one of the founders of ATAP, I'd have to say no, not at all. <laughs> I just keep giving but, you these softballs. But there's a there's a reason that I I differentiate. I see what we're doing is much more of a of a think tank, and 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 a group that can influence, um, you know, for the future. It's not something that everybody is going to want to do or can do or can afford to do because we're going to have to step up not with our talent um our time and our treasure so you know not everybody's going to be able to do those kinds of things so we want to vet people for that and for an associate professional association should be for everybody at every level regardless of their ability to pay um, and so I'm, I'm a fan of a professional association that creates a platform where we can, we can help everyone at every level of their development to improve where they're going. But I do think that we need different kinds of organizations that are willing to come up with the standards um, that, that eventually an ATAP can look at and say, 
that is that is and should be part of the body of knowledge and part of the baseline for the future of our profession, et cetera. It's up to them to be able to kind of assess what we want, but we should be advocates, if you will, for a point of view that we think helps move our profession in an appropriate fashion. Yeah, long been a fan. I'm a lifetime charter member of uh, ATAP. Uh, so obviously I would encourage membership in both of these for anybody who can pull that off and can afford the time uh, and certainly the energy. I think they're both endeavors that are they're well worth the investment uh, of what was it? Time, treasure, Time, talent, and treasure. Time, talent, and treasure. There it is. I'm stealing the three T's. Uh, three T's. Part of it, uh, being part of that. So that's actually the three T's of volunteerism. That's that's essentially what you need to be able to focus on as you as you grow and develop uh, in ways to give back. I love. It. I'm gonna get t-shirts made. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm kidding. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be the first set of shirts we have it's, made. It would be T-cubed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, Jerry, I want to thank for the quick, in, uh, quick quick information and the quick quick call for us to talk a little bit about it and share kind of where our headspace is at for this endeavor. For those who are listening uh, and are interested in finding out more about the CXR Foundation, uh, you can simply go to www.cxr.foundation. Yes, that is a valid URL address. Don't slap a .com or a .whatever on the end. It's just cxr.foundation foundation. And Jerry, I'll be talking to you real soon. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.